In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option. Coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you hit the subscribe button? Okay, it won't uh, melt your finger off and it won't cost you a penny, but it makes, makes a big difference to us. If you want to send us something, send it via Patreon or PayPal. We need some support, so please consider sending us something. Please, we need your prayers. Please make us uh, a regular fixture in your prayers and uh, keep the comments coming. I remember uh, hearing, it's a very amusing story, uh, a woman who, you know, there's this tradition where, I think, is it just Irish? Uh, that if you want fine weather for, let's say, a wedding or a First Communion or something like that, you leave out the infant of Prague the night before. Yeah, the little statue of the infant of Prague. You leave it out in the garden. It's one of those little uh, <laughs> blurred edges of Catholicism. It's where the rubber meets the road. It's, it's uh, you know, it's this the old census fidelium. It's this intimacy with the saints and with Our Lady and with Our Lord, which can go a bit awry sometimes. But I heard of one woman, she put out the statue of the infant of Prague and it poured down on their heads for the whole wedding. And just to get back at them, she left the statue out for another week in the garden in the rain. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was so human and so Catholic and so, mm, <laughs> well, almost verging on superstition. But it was, there was something very lovable about it. I want to talk to you just a little bit. Please don't feel I'm nagging you now about this. And I'm, please don't feel that I'm, you know, hitting your knuckles with a ruler over this. But I, I, I really want to talk to you. If you're a traditional Catholic, if you... And by traditional, I mean traditional in the broadest, you know, in the broadest sense. It, it, not just the Latin, the Latin mass people, but also, you know, a, a Catholic who just uh, likes, shall we say, a more what would now be considered a more a more old-fashioned approach. You 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 enjoy your statues. You find them very useful for your prayer. You you enjoy your sacramentals, and you're quite right to do so. Yeah, if you're you know that kind of Catholic. You're going to accumulate some of this stuff. Now, some of it may be in dubious taste. You know, maybe a little plastic Vatican or you press a button, little Pope comes out and goes like this. And, and in the, you know, there's a tinny recitation of God bless our Pope or faith of our fathers or something. Look, fine. Uh, Evelyn Waugh, who was an awful snob himself, when he used to hear people give out about these tacky statues and rosary beads that glow in the dark and... Oh, I don't know. Have you seen those crucifixions? Uh, they, they, these pictures appear in, in a Woody Allen film. Those uh, pictures of, of the crucified Lord, where if you look at him from one side, his eyes are open, and you look at the other side, his eyes are shut. You know, those 3D pictures, that type of thing. And Waugh used to say, the faith is universal. Sorry, you have to share the church with people who like that kind of thing. And too bad about you if you don't. Sorry. You know, we're all in this together. We're all in the lifeboat together. You, you, you can't just look down your snaz all the time on what other people find helps them to pray and brings them to God. So I don't know what your taste is, okay? Maybe you have a few pictures of the crucifixion at home, which, if seen suddenly in a certain light at night when you had a few drinks on you, would leave you speechless for the rest of your life. Or maybe you're into more elegant... You know, maybe you like your, oh, 
some nice uh, 18th century stuff there. You like your, your little Spanish Madonnas, ebony and ivory, you know, this kind of thing. You're, you're into your little, your, your antiques, you know. You, you, you like some of the older Catholic stuff uh, or very elegant newer Catholic stuff. Um, I can recommend very, very warmly the work of the Monastère de, de Bethlehem. Forgive my barbarous pronunciation. Uh, a French order who produced the most glorious reproductions of Romanesque statues. You know, with the long faces and 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 uh, they, 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 they produce the lovely... They're not cheap, but they're gorgeous. The cheaper ones are the ones made from dolomite and resin. Uh, they're quite heavy, but they're, they're much cheaper. Carved wood, and they're all hand-painted, by the way. Carved wood, that comes much dearer. But they're really lovely, I mean, if you're into something that's, uh, well, a little bit, you know, you know, okay? If, if, a bit more elegant, maybe. The trouble is, it's a nice trouble, but the trouble is that it builds up. Now, what do you do if you want to, shall we say, how do we put this delicately? If you want to create a little more, little more room in the house, if you're tripping over statues. Or what happens, what provisions have you made? Let's say, what if your kids aren't into faith? Which is a, a widespread phenomenon in Ireland now. And you're getting on in years. And you have your house full of this stuff. I mean, what if you even have a few accredited relics in your house? Right? And you're getting older. What's going to happen if, you do, if and when you die? Go to heaven. Your kids don't know what to do with that stuff. And they'll have no mass on it. Sorry, mass is a, it's Irish slang. It's from Gaelic. It means uh, respect. It's not that they're bad people. They just, that generation, a lot of them are not in their faith. And I mean it. They are seriously not in their faith. Yeah? This needs thought. This needs thought. So we're talking about sacramentals and relics, which are something perhaps quite different. And, and, uh, you, you need to be using your head here, and, you, and I'm sorry, but you probably are responsible and answerable if you haven't used your head with, with this, because that's why you got a head. Yeah? That's why you have one. Obviously, if you've got some nice stuff. Okay, let's put it this way. Let's say you've got some, some cheap, tacky stuff that you don't want, but well-meaning friends or relatives gave it to you, Okay. Uh, what do you do there? Well, for a start, has it been blessed? If it's been blessed, then it is of more significance again. But the, even if it's not blessed, the fact that it bears some sacred significance, uh, um, that's, well, that's significant. Try to find a good home for it. Now, people will spend ages trying to find a good home for a dog. I like dogs. But a sacred object is very, very important. Find a good home for it if you can. See if you can find somebody who would value it. Maybe a miraculous medal, maybe a rosary beads. My advice to you is to buy the best quality of these things. Don't buy too much of it. And buy very good quality. You will more easily find a home for it if you wish to pass it on than you will for a fluorescent plastic rosary beads. Now look, if that's what you're into, fine. Okay? I mean, or if you're into statues and you press a little button and they do a dance or something. Uh, whatever. 
I make no judgments. I'm just saying that if you want to be sure of a of a welcoming home for something, the better quality it is, the better chance you have. Please don't uh, sell them to secular shops. Now, it, it, it is absolutely staggering, the stuff that has shown up in auction rooms and that has shown up in secular business concerns and that has shown up in pubs. You hear me? In pubs, church furniture, even confessionals, for God's sake. This is out of the question. Now, somebody has badly slipped when that happens because that is not supposed to happen. If you cannot find a home for this stuff, and it is of no intrinsic artistic merit, it should be destroyed. And that should be done respectfully, lovingly and thoroughly. If it's a plaster statue, smash it up. You can do, it does, it's, not, it's not disrespectful if you have no other option, there's nobody who wants it, you can't keep it yourself, and it's of no intrinsic artistic merit. You know what I mean. It's plaster made from a mould and painted, probably not even hand-painted. Break it up very carefully, and if it's blessed, bury it. In any case, bury it. Don't put it in the bin. If something is blessed, it doesn't stop being blessed because it's cut up in bits. The bits are all blessed. Just bury them. As we will do it one day, as will be done with our own bodies. Just bury them. If you have a lovely, let, let's say it's a nice thing, uh, an old statue of Our Lady or something, you break it up. Why not just bury it in a corner of your family grave? Or scatter it on it, you know, when you've broken it down. Be very careful, be very reverent. Holy water, if you have holy water and you don't need it anymore or you have too much of it, this is blessed holy water, okay, pour it out on the earth. Don't, don't put it down the sink where it will end up being mixed with unworthy things. Don't flush it down the toilet. Don't you do that. Don't flush it down the toilet. You want, you, you, you want to have to sit on a cursed toilet. No, that's not good. Okay, don't do that. Pour it out on the earth. Don't pour it on tarmac or cement where it'll run anywhere and everywhere and end up on people's shoes. On the earth, let it soak away. Preferably again, wait wait and pour it out on your family grave. Just pour it all over the grave. So, look, I mean, if something, even if nobody wants this religious thing and it's an antique and of intrinsic uh, merit, you may be able to to scout about or even get the help of an auction room or whatever and find some church that would take it or some priest that would take it. But please don't sell these things to secular concerns. Now, as far as I know, in some countries, they have the, the Bishop's Conference has warehouses. And when churches are deconsecrated, this is going to be happening in Ireland. I'm really worried about this because we've already seen what has happened with stuff out, uh, some stuff out of convents and, and with stuff out of some of the Protestant churches which were closed some years earlier, right? They set up a, a warehouse and they warehouse stuff so that when a church is deconsecrated, all the sacred things, obviously sacred things are taken out and they're put uh, in the warehouse and then distributed to other churches which will use them. Stained glass, for instance, and that kind of thing. I know of one convent in which, when the nuns left, the school they had founded was given the use of the convent 
and the chapel was turned into a computer room. All right. Now, that's not the end of the world if the chapel had been thoroughly converted, but it wasn't. And so now, apparently, there are computer units on the altar. I, I, like, the mind just boggles at this. This is theological illiteracy. Okay? So anything sacred like this, it must be given a new home. And work must be put into that. If a new home can't be found and it is not of intrinsic artistic merit, it must be destroyed completely or as completely as you can. And even the destroyed pieces must, must be dealt with reverently and discreetly. Preferably just bury it. Plastic statues should not be going in the bin, particularly if they've been blessed. It's better to destroy them, make sure they're not recognisable and bury what's left. You may think I'm being picky. Let me tell you that a lot of this is both a symptom and a cause of the trouble we're in. It is a lack of attention, a loving attention to detail. And no good comes of it. So, an old rosary beads, if you can't get a use for it, smash it up and bury it. Holy water, pour it out on the ground. Statues, no intrinsic uh, artistic worth. Nobody wants them. Break them into pieces so small they're not recognisable and bury them. You see where I'm going with this? Vestments should be completely destroyed if they cannot be refurbished and reused. Unless, again, they have intrinsic merit, in which case you, you have to find some other way. You simply have to find some other way of dealing with it. Please don't despise this. This is really important. Okay? If the infant of Prague deserves it, by all means, he should have another night in the rain. Okay? He doesn't deserve to end up in the bin. And he doesn't deserve to end up on, on, on a shelf in some secular shop. But please, okay, we need, we need to pull ourselves together and, uh, and get on top of this. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.